Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday, whenever I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Jason Parker. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 190 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by OPSeat. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you. I'm sitting in one right now, and it's great. If you go to runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat, you should be be able to use coupon code RUNJUMPSIT for $10 off. So I wanted to start today's episode with a quick PSA, and I mean quick, I'm not going to talk about this for very long, but Battle Chasers Night War, uh, if you want a physical version of that game, you can currently go to Amazon.com and you can just follow the link in the show notes and that will support the stream, um, but that'll support the show and uh you can pick up that game for 25 bucks physical copy. Uh, so it's like, I think a 38% off the normal $40 price. Um, I am having trouble deciding what I want to do. Like, I very much prefer to play games digitally, but that's like 15 bucks off, and that's a good, good deal. By all accounts, this game is fantastic. So anyway, uh, if you are interested in Battle Chasers Night War, again, follow the link in the show notes or just... Um, Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and use my Amazon link and then buy the game uh, because I've heard it's really fantastic. Let's review the numbers. Sega Genesis is 16 bits. 3DO is 32 bits. The Atari Jaguar is 64 bits. Which is more advanced? Clifford! So we kind of have sparked a discussion in between um, segments and uh, TF Wagner in chat says, because I was talking about how I prefer to play games digitally uh and tf wagner said i've been picking a, a lot of games on physical uh lately and I, it brings me back to when the fir- when the switch first came out uh one of the things that i said was you know i want to get i want to get most of my games physical that way i don't have to have huge storage media but then as i kept doing my podcast and I received more and more review copies of games and that's generally how for the most part I mean unless you are a huge um I hate this word but influencer uh unless you are like massive you're not getting physical copies of stuff they're just going to send you a code and so almost I mean I would say a vast majority of the games that I have on my switch are games that I got for free as review copies uh, so they're they're almost all digital. And I was looking the other day, I have like 80 games on my Switch. Um, and most of those are review copies. And it got me thinking about every time that I have to get out a cartridge to play a physical game, I'm almost dissuaded from it. I'm like, nah, you know what? I'll just play this instead. Because, you know, maybe I'm uh, in the other room and my... Uh, my switch case is in here. This is where I keep all of my games. I don't use the boxes. They just sit on the shelf. Uh, but, you know, I'm in another room and my switch case isn't with me. Uh, it's sitting here in, in the nerd nest, as my wife and I affectionately call this. And um, I will often just say, well, you know what? I'll just play this other game because I don't have to go get the cartridge. And that's really not an issue when you are talking about being 
in the room with it because if it was in the room i'd just get up go grab it uh like it like on a ps4 or something where you play that at a at a designated location and the more that i play the switch and the more that i play games digitally the less likely i am to pick up physical versions of something now for me right now the only reason that i would pick up a physical version of a game is if it's a game that i know that i'm going to be sharing with my son but more often than not those are games that are from nintendo and more often than not um those are games that are going to only be single player because if it's a multiplayer game then i definitely want to get a, a digital version because then um, I have to get two copies anyway so that we can play together. Anyway, I'm curious as to, you know, all this time later, what, where is it that you guys usually settle? Are you mostly physical or mostly digital? Or are you kind of half and half? And I'm thinking about this right now. I'm going to go ahead and do another Twitter poll like I did the last two episodes. Uh, go over to twitter.com slash runjumpstomp or at runjumpstomp or however it is that you search for it. Uh, and once you get there, you're going to see a, a Twitter poll. And it's going to ask whether you like games to be physical or digital. Let me know. So uh, let's see what chat has to say about this. TF Wagner says, if I don't have a choice, then it's digital. Um Anyone 2643 says, as much as I love physical games with the Switch, I've been going digital. I'm not entirely happy because I love box art and I don't like having to mess around, mess with the, but I don't like having to mess with the cartridges. Uh, TF Wagner says, okay, my games and where I play are in the same room. So it kind of backs up what I was saying. Uh, Mikey B. Playing says, physical equals more money later for me. And that's a really good point because a lot of times you can get things a lot cheaper on Amazon uh, or, you know, at a brick and mortar retailer than the eShop, which is kind of lame. Link31254 says, I just love looking at my shelves full of games, physical as much as possible. Joel Mead24 says, only digital game I have uh, that I have is available for physical is Splatoon 2. So Joel Mead goes pretty much mostly uh, physical. Hopple says digital only for small games to play on the go. Um, Kodiak Moonwolf says I've got a mix. A lot of the big games like Mario Odyssey, Hyrule Warriors, Breath of the Wild are physical, but I've got a lot. Of, uh, but I've got a fair share of digital games on the eShop if they take my interest. So. In addition to, um, you know, voting on the poll, make sure that you reply on that Twitter poll and let me know why. What's your reasoning for going physical or going digital? Sega. Hot hits today. Hot hits on the way. Plug in to today's hottest arcade hit. Register your interest in Pokemon on the Nintendo Switch. Now, I don't really get what exactly uh, is going on here. But Nintendo.co.uk uh, has posted a, uh, a little button for you to register that you are interested in the pending title for uh, Pokemon on Nintendo Switch. It says, enter your email below to register your interest in our pending title Pokemon on Nintendo Switch and be the first to hear from us on how to pre-order and about other exciting new Nintendo products, services, promotions, and events that might be of interest. So, you know, I don't know that I've ever seen Nintendo do something like this in the past, but 
that doesn't mean that they haven't. Maybe they have, and I just missed it. Maybe they did, and I put my name in and just forgot about it. But this is the first time that I remember any time recently where they're like, hey, let us know and we'll email you when we've got more information about that. And I think that this is a pretty good indicator that we're going to be hearing about the Pokemon game very soon. Now, there's rumors that we were supposed to hear about it before the end of May. Uh, We are very, very quickly approaching the end of May. Um, And uh, with E3 right around the corner, I guarantee we'll hear something about it at E3. uh, Unless we hear something about it before then. So, uh, again... Just follow the link in the show notes, drop your email in there, and let Nintendo know that you want to know. Now, I'm not sure why this is only on nintendo.co.uk, but, you know, who cares? You can just put your email in, and I'm sure that they'll they'll let us know. Uh, so, I find that to be a pretty good indicator that the rumors are correct, that we'll hear about it before the end of May. Double Dragon 3, the ultimate in NES martial arts action continues with all new weapons, characters, and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains. Double Dragon 3 from Acclaim. The action keeps coming. Speaking of uh, Nintendo UK, if you want to pick up a Nintendo Classic Mini, that is uh, this thing right here. Uh, the Nintendo Classic Mini, which is really awesome. I'm a big fan of this. Uh, if you want to pick up one of these, I was lucky and got one of these at launch uh, a couple years ago. Uh, but if you want to get one of those, uh, then head on over to my show notes. As I said before, this is uh, would be, if you're watching this on YouTube, then it would be runjumpstomp.com slash 190. Uh, if you're watching it live on Twitch, then that's not there yet. It'll show up later. Uh, but that's where you can find my show notes. Uh, and once you're there, you can click on the link and it will take you right to this website, which is Nintendo's official UK store. And you can, it is now back in stock and you can pre-order it. Uh, it says one per customer, which I like that. That's a good thing. Uh, and the only thing that I'm really interested in or that I, you know what? I'm not even interested. I was interested in getting an extra an extra controller because when I went to the store and and bought my uh, NES Classic or Classic Mini or whatever it is that they want to call it, um, they had so few controllers. And the woman in front of me, uh, she bought the last extra controller. So I only ever had one controller for this. However, uh, for those of you that have this and you also have the Super Nintendo Classic, look at me with props, Uh, So if you also have the Super Nintendo Classic, then the controllers that come with this also, uh, the Super Nintendo Classic also work on the NES Classic, and they're better controllers. First off, they don't have the sharp corners like the NES, and I know a lot of people are like, but I kind of want it to be the authentic experience. The NES Classic controllers have a three, actually, I think it's less than three foot cord, which is just stupid. And I don't often say things like that uh, about something, but that's just foolish. It's just dumb. Terrible, terrible planning. Uh, It's got this tiny little cord, almost like they had uh, cords left over from when they were making uh, nunchucks for the Wii. And um, the, the one for the Super NES Classic, that one has a much much longer cord, at least twice as long. Uh, And it's also a more comfortable controller, uh, in my opinion. But if you want that super uh, authentic retro experience, then 
you're going to want to pick up the, uh, you know, the, um, the Nintendo Classic Mini NES controller. Uh, and that's, you know, it's great as far as it feels, but that short cord really sucks. And I would definitely recommend against picking up any of the third party controllers that were made for the NES Mini because they were really terrible. They got a bad D pad, the buttons felt really spongy. Guy at GameStop sold me one, and I was really unhappy with it, and we never use it. It basically just sits on a shelf, and it just never, ever gets used. Hey, who's telling this story? So there's not a lot of news stories today. So um, Nintendo sends out a press release every week. Uh, I think it comes out on Fridays or something, and I almost always, like I look through it, but there's usually not much for me to talk about on there, uh, but I'm going to go through their press release uh, that they have real quick, just uh, maybe let you know about some games that are either on sale or some games that are now available that you might not know about, so you can find this article at my website. If you just go to uh, runjumpstomp.com and click on uh, blog up at the top, uh, here I'll show you. You go to runjumpstomp.com. It will, if you're watching the YouTube video, it'll look like this. And then you click on blog up at the top. And then right here it says Nintendo Download. So this is basically copied and pasted from Nintendo's press release, which you can't get to unless you have a password. Uh, so uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, first off, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection um, is, is out on May 29th. I am... I was really excited about this. I requested a review copy. I got turned down, which makes me sad. Single tear rolling down my cheek. Uh, but I definitely wanted to check this out, uh, especially because it's got all of this. Like, it's got a bunch of games on it, and I wanted to check those games out. Now, on the Switch, I also have um, Street Fighter, Super Crazy, Final extra fighters the third junior uh, i don't know the name of the title uh or the the actual name of the game but it's the one that came out very early in the switch's um uh life cycle and it's actually really good i like it it's tough to find online matches because it's just not super popular um and the the reason I was kind of him and hawing about Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is because I don't think that that game has widescreen. I think they just like they pillar box it and throw like art on the sides, whereas the new one has widescreen. And I very much like the widescreen stuff. Uh, so uh, I feel I still feel like that's probably the best way to play. But you know, Capcom, uh, I'm too small for them to send me a, a review copy. So uh, I guess we'll never know. Uh, another game that's coming out, or actually that's already out, that I'm very, very excited about is uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. And this is by, um, I forget his first name, but Mr. I Mr. Igarashi, uh, who actually worked on the original Castlevania games. and Or not the original Castlevania games, but uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, I believe, was one that he was in charge of. And uh, if you talk to just about anybody, they'll say that that was the best game in the Castlevania series. Um, I personally disagree. I had a ridiculous amount of fun playing the uh, Nintendo DS version. I can't remember the name of it, but it was really good. Um, but Bloodstained, if you want old school Castlevania style gameplay, then Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 
is uh, it's not the the one the big one that was kickstarted, but this is actually like one of the stretch goals for that Kickstarter campaign. Uh, where you know they obviously got funded and then they hit this stretch goal to make an 8-bit version of the game and it's not exactly like the game it's a smaller portion uh, a smaller section of the game with um, uh, I think it has like five levels and uh, lots of different ways that you can play through the game and it looks like a lot of fun I was watching somebody play it the other day Uh, but that's out now it's definitely something I want to check out uh, Ikaruga is also going to be out on May 29th. Um, Sushi, Sushi Striker has a demo, which I have yet to play, but I did watch somebody play, and my God, that thing is so very Japanese. Uh, like, it is very, very anime. Uh, in fact, I almost felt like I was watching a show for a little bit of it, uh, but it definitely intrigued me. I I've heard bad things about the controls, though. Like, it's definitely meant to be played on a touchscreen, so it might be better. And yes, I know the Switch has a touchscreen, but I don't think very many people actually play that way. So you might be better off picking this one up on 3DS. Um, Under new DLC, Nintendo has said that in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, let's see... Buy the expansion pass to gain access to this titanic new content, including the new pack below... Um, and a new story this fall. So it looks like a Smith's pastime is the new quest that's going to be in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I don't know much about that because I've, I'm only on like chapter four or maybe five of that game. I still have so much to do. All right. Also new this week. I'm just going to start listing off games. You got 6180 The Moon on the Nintendo uh, Switch, uh, ACA Neo Geo Players Golf. You've got Arcade Archives Icky. I that's I double K I. You got Atomine, uh, Baobabs Mausoleum Episode One. Afivigos don't eat flamingos. <laughs> oh my God, that title. Uh, that'd be under uh, title gore there. Uh, the Dead Fun Pack, Die for Valhalla, Discovery, Dungeon Rushers, which I did a uh, quick playthrough, not playthrough, but a, a first look at that game uh, live at my Twitch uh, channel, which is twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And my son came up and he played a dungeon and we both kind of looked at it and we're like, no, nah, it's not great. We didn't love it. Uh, escape Game, Aloha, Fallen Region, I say that every time. Fallen Legion Rise to Glory is available May 29th. If you want to see uh, some more about that game, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. We've got a new Harvest Moon game called Light of Hope Special Edition. Now, I know a lot of people are big, big fans of the Harvest Moon series, but what I have heard is that, and I don't know this for from firsthand, but what I've heard is that, that the Harvest Moon games that you get now are not actually the same kind of game that it was before. Like the the company got bought, or the 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 intellectual property got bought for Harvest Moon, and if you want the the games that are coming from the original publisher, then they're titled under something else which I don't actually know what it's called. Um, 
Next one is Jumpin' Joe and Friends, and I actually have a video also on my YouTube cha uh, channel um, where you, where I sat down and played a little bit of Jumpin' Joe and Friends, and then I yelled down to my son who was downstairs. I told him to come upstairs, and, and he joined me for a little bit, and that game is actually pretty fun. It's, it's from the same, I think it's Qubits is the name of the company that made it, but um, they've made a bunch of really cool multiplayer games like Robonauts, which is this cool game where you are on like uh like these little planets and you have to clear all of the enemies off the planet and you can jump from planet to planet that is another good multiplayer game um astro bears party deluxe which is another game where you're like on a little planet it, it, imagine if you combine super mario galaxy um where you're on a little planet in 3d and you can run around it uh with multiplayer snake uh, the game where or, or like Tron light cycles kind of thing uh, where as you move, there's a trail left behind you. And if the enemy or if anybody runs into that trail, you, they die. And uh, you and up to three other people are on this same uh, platform or planet and you're running around trying to avoid each other's uh tron light cycle trails behind them uh, and hoping that somebody else runs into yours. It's actually a really fun game. I wouldn't get it if you're not going to be playing with somebody else but i think it's actually like 99 cents right now um they also made a game called pirates all aboard which i thought was a snooze fest i really was not a fan of that uh but jumping joe and friends is actually pretty cool and i think it's got a lot of replayability with a, get a group of people together and it's going to be a lot of fun um other games we've got here jurassic pinball i Never even heard of that. Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxier Edition. I did a video on that, of course, over on my YouTube channel. Um, that's a game where you play as both the players and the characters in a Dungeons & Dragons game, which is really weird. Uh, Legend of K Anniversary. I did not know about this, but I feel like I've seen the, I've seen the box art uh, before. So it, I don't remember the name of it, but I recognize the box art for some reason. Then we've got Mecha Storm N++, which is a game that which originally came out uh, basically, I think, in web browsers. Like it was a Shockwave game or something. Uh, and you are this little tiny uh, stick figure ninja man. And you have to jump all over the place to get all the little pieces of gold and then get to the exit or something like that. And... It's come out on lots of different platforms, and it's been really, really well-received. It's got really good platforming, uh, pixel-perfect platforming. Uh, so definitely check that one out if that pixel-perfect platforming is something that you're into. Then we've got Pixel Junk Monsters 2, Punch Club, which I did a first look over at my website. That's one where it's like you're trying to train a boxer, but you're not actually playing as the boxing. Uh, you're not actually jumping in and fighting on your own. Um, Yoku's Island Express, I don't know. Uh, Zenbound 2 is a game which was originally, I believe, on iOS, and you had like this thing with a rope wrapped around it, and you had to tilt your phone in order to unwrap the rope. And that sounds cool, except that, you know, if this is my phone, and I'm tilting my phone, and the screen's now faced away from me, I can't see what I'm doing. Um, I would assume that the Nintendo Switch version... You can put it up on the screen, hold the Joy-Con in your hand, and do the same thing, and you can see what you're doing the whole time. And I think that that is probably a much better experience than playing it on your phone. But that's that's just me. 
And then finally, Cycle of Eternity, Space Anomaly is coming to the the Wii U, uh, which that's surprising. So there is, as always, a lot of content to be played on your um, on your Nintendo Switch and uh, Nintendo. You're bringing a lot of third party stuff at us, and we've just we, who has time for all this? I certainly don't. Okay, I've already mentioned the Jumpin' Joe video, which is in my, you can find a link to that in my show notes, but there's also another video that I want you guys to know about, and that is, uh, we've got a a new gameplay trailer from Nintendo uh, for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on the Switch, and this game looks really good. Um, It's coming out in July, and I'm not really happy about that, because that is when Octopath Traveler is coming out in July as well as, I believe, Mario Tennis Aces. And if I have to choose between all that stuff, I tell you what I'm not going to pick, and that's Captain Toad. And it's not because it's a bad game. I've heard really, really good things about Captain Toad, but I'm just not as interested in that as I am those other two games. So, I don't know, Nintendo. I think that Nintendo should have brought out that Captain Toad uh, probably in March. That would have been a good place to drop Captain Toad, in my opinion. Because I feel like the first half of the year this year has been really kind of weak as far as Nintendo releases. We've had crazy amounts of stuff to play from third parties. But Nintendo kind of had a weak first half of the year. And moving Treasure Tracker up there, I think that would have been a good move, in my opinion. All right, let's uh, let's finish up with some feedback. I've got a couple of questions. Uh, the first set were from Discord. Uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, you absolutely should. Head over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. The first question is from Car- Carlioto. He said, have you spent more time with a robot named Fight? I bought it finally, did around 20 seeds, and spent around 12 hours. Very good game. Uh, thanks for this discovery. No, I have not spent more time with a robot named Fight. I would love to, but I just don't have time to go back to that right now, which is too bad because I really enjoyed the time that I spent with it. Um, I'm Right now, I'm working on getting through Hyrule Warriors, and I'm having an absolute blast with that game. Um, I, I'm still working on the story stuff, and I still have the adventure map stuff to look at. But I'm definitely enjoying Hyrule Warriors. And then, of course, I've got all these other um, games that I get review copies for that I need to get through. And I I have Ease 8 sitting in my list of things to play. And I haven't even touched it yet because I haven't had any time. Uh, And that's a game I've really been looking forward to checking out as well. Uh, The next uh, thing is from M. Stefano. Is your show on Spotify? I don't use it, but I've been following the podcast trend closely, and it's quickly risen to the second most popular way people get podcasts now. Uh, Yes, if you did not know, you can now listen to podcasts on Spotify, and Nintendo Switchcraft is on there. So uh, thanks for thinking of me, M. Stefano. Hockey 17 says, just started listening. My choice for a Switch port from an from old school not sure if it's nintendo or someone else's but i think it would be great to find uh, a great with switch multiplayer is rc pro-am or off-road and i could not agree more i absolutely adored rc pro-am i wasn't a huge fan of off-road which arguably had better graphics uh, but 
I played so much RC Pro-Am when I was a kid. And if you don't know what RC Pro-Am is, it's this top-down racer uh, where you've got the cameras in a fixed position. So sometimes if you're if you're going this, if it's really hard to describe. I would just suggest that you find a video of RC Pro-Am. But I believe it was actually made by Nintendo. I haven't actually looked that up. Um, and the reason I think it was made by Nintendo is because you pick up the letters to spell Nintendo as you go through. Um, but it is like a precursor to Mario Kart because it is a racing game where you end up picking up weapons or bombs and, uh, you can shoot missiles in front of people or, or in front of you to hit people, or you can drop bombs behind you. Uh, you end up as you go through the races, you can, uh, put points into, uh, you know, your tires uh, and your speed and your acceleration and that kind of thing. And it was really, really fun game, especially uh, especially when I was younger and didn't have a lot of other options. But I think that RC Pro-Am probably holds up pretty well. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to playing it for the NES Archive, uh, which, if you guys didn't know, is a series that I'm doing over on YouTube where I talk about... Uh, each and Nintendo Entertainment System game one at a time, and I'm looking forward to getting to it on uh, uh, over there. All right, so that was again that that was all from the Discord. I got two emails that I'm going to go through really quick. Uh, we got one from Jeremy. They said, "Hi, Bill. Uh, first time in a long time. I wanted to pick your brain and see if we can start over on Switch and the PS4, and they both oh, and see if we can start over." on the Switch and the PS4, and they both came out at the same time, both designed like the Nintendo Switch handheld mode that have similar graphics, but only exclusive games to their system, which would you pick? So what they're saying is, let's pretend for a minute that the PlayStation 4 was not a home console per se, but it was just like the Nintendo Switch, and they both came out at the same time. Which one would you go with? Personally, I would go with Nintendo because I find their first party lineup to be way better beyond anything else that's out there. Uh, and while PlayStation has really good exclusives, a lot of time those third party ex those are third party exclusives. And if the Switch and the PlayStation were at parity as far as power, I don't think that those third party exclusives would exist. I think that those third party exclusives would go across to the Nintendo Switch as well because that's a lot of uh, potential customers you don't want to leave hanging. And if they're equal in power, then it makes perfect sense for you to port it over. Um, Jeremy says uh, it's a tough choice for me. But honestly, as a Nintendo fan, I would have to go with the PS4 version. Um, uh, Bill, you're the greatest host in all the land. Thanks again for the hard work. Jeremy in Portland. Thank you, Jeremy, for the email. I also got an email from John. John says, hey, Bill, just had one quick thought on the Fortnite rumor. And that is, if Fortnite is going to come to the Switch, what would that do to the game Crazy Justice? I was all set to buy Crazy Justice. However, Fortnite is so huge. I probably would check that out before uh, buying Crazy Justice. Another fact is Fortnite is free if you just spend what you want, and Crazy Justice is $25, unless you helped, unless you helped with the Kickstarter. Uh, what are your thoughts? Is Crazy Justice, Justice dead on arrival if Fortnite arrives on Switch? It all depends on the timing. If Fortnite comes out first, then Crazy Justice is dead. It's absolutely dead. There's no way it's going to compete with Fortnite. Fortnite is just way too big. There are people 
out there who play Fortnite and that is their only game and they will probably be the same people that would go out and buy a Nintendo Switch only to play Fortnite on the go uh, with good controls rather than using their phones. Um, If Crazy Justice comes out and it has not yet been announced that Fortnite is coming to the Nintendo Switch, then Crazy Justice will do very well, I think. However, as soon as... if, If later on... Uh, Fortnite comes to the Nintendo Switch, then I think that unless Crazy Justice is really, really good, uh, I don't think it has a chance to compete against it. I think Fortnite is just too big. Uh, to, but then again, you know, everybody said the same thing about, um, oh gosh, what's the name of the uh, PUBG? They said you could never topple PUBG. And while PUBG is still going strong, Fortnite is almost always higher on the most watched on Twitch than PUBG is. All right. Uh, Thank you very much for the emails. If you want to email me, you can do so at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Thank you to Rank Dill for the five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. They said that I am the Dan Carlin of Nintendo Podcasts. I don't know who that is, but thank you. I'll just pretend you said George Carlin, although I would never talk like him in front of a camera. Um, Anyway, uh, thank you very much for the five-star review. If you guys want to help out the show, five-star reviews are a big help, and they don't cost anything other than a little tiny bit of time. All right. Finally, don't forget that if you want the full show, you can either come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or you can catch up after the fact over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Finally, if you're looking for ways to support my content, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there will help support the show and help me make this uh, even better than it already is. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. Vaxer says... Uh, let's see. Let's, let's see what everybody thinks about that Fortnite comment, by the way. Um, TF Wagner says, I think we saw an announcement of graveyard keeper on tiny build announcement. That's not what I was thinking. I thought he was saying something about this. Oh, Nar Elk is asking, did I see the game of graveyard keeper? I know nothing about it. So, uh, you know, ask TF Wagner about that. Uh, Link 31254 says, how about rock and roll racing? Uh, Rock and roll racing, I believe that was a Blizzard game. uh, And I don't think we're going to be getting that. But I still loved RC Pro-Am. Let's see. Kodiak Moonwolf says, Fortnite is currently 132,826 viewers on Twitch, while PUBG is 95,647. So that's a big difference. Um Uh, Vaxxer says, I guess it's mainly because Fortnite is free. That's true. I do think that that's a big portion of it. Uh, Also, I think that Fortnite is also more accessible uh, because you don't need to have a super like it's optimized very well, whereas PUBG is famously poorly optimized and it just doesn't run well on lower spec hardware, whereas Fortnite runs pretty well no matter what you're playing it on. Um, Vaxxer says, I always liked Fortnite more than PUBG. All right, fair enough. Anyway, uh, the show would not be the same without chatters. So let's go ahead and thank those awesome people for hanging out with me while I record the show live. We've got Kodiak, Moonwolf, Vaxxer, uh, Kamikaz, uh, Hopple is here, Link31254, Lumberjoke2, Mikey B. Playing, Nair Elk, who's Spanish, by the way, Ocho2188, Retro Underground, TF Wagner, Twitcha, Virgo Pros, and of course the Lurkers. 
Um, I am out of here. I will see you guys uh, on Tuesday. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.